While we are discussing affirmations this week, we do want to make it clear that affirmations are not the be all end all. Using affirmations is just one way to handle hard things in life. We do acknowledge that mental illness is real and that there are a variety of treatments, including therapy, medications, et cetera, that are good and valid options. There is no shame in seeking treatment or taking medication, and we are in no way implying that thinking positive thoughts is the only way to help mental illness. Rather, it is a tool that can be used alongside of things like therapy and medication. Hi, I'm Ashley Easter. And I'm Charlie Grantham, and you're listening to Serendipity, the podcast where we explore everyday magic all around us. And welcome back to the Serendipity Podcast. I'm Ashley Easter and Charlie is here. Let's get going. I'm excited. I'm so excited (laughs) about today's episode. I feel like it goes, like we always say, right along with last week's episode and basically all the episodes before that. Um, But today we're talking about affirmations. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited. I feel like I have been using affirmations more and more um, in the past, even just year. Um, and they really do work. They do. Yeah. It's changed my life. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I think I, I've, I heard about, um, at doing affirmations on social media, like my mom has sent me affirmations. I didn't really get into it until I started regularly going to therapy. Um, but how did you, how did you become interested in the topic or in practicing saying affirmations? Yeah. You know, I started probably back in 2015 or 2016. Um, I was just coming out of the cult and, um, I, I honestly don't remember exactly where I, I first heard about them, but, um, I, wrote out a list of affirmations and then also like a list of words that I wanted to embody. And I actually took this like 11 hour personality deep dive test. And they came back with like this whole map of like my personality and stuff. And I picked out some four words. It was like, I think one of them was like warrior leader. And then I also had one that was just like, you know, I'm strong, kind, capable, smart, loved enough, that kind of thing stuff that I didn't believe about myself, but other people Mm -hmm. saw in me. And so I like laminated them and I put them in the shower. And so every morning when I like wash my hair, I would like say my affirmations. And um, it wasn't too long after that, that I started being like, Hey, I am strong. I I am loved. (laughs) You know, like feeling it in my body. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it started. And I just keep a running list of affirmations. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So affirmations, if you're unfamiliar, they're just these powerful, usually they're simple. Um, they don't have to be simple, but usually they're simple, like to the point statements and they help you foster a certain belief about either yourself or about a situation, um, or kind of like they can help you regain control of your thoughts. So especially if you're 
if you have anxiety, I know I do, I will start spiraling. Um, Affirmations can help you stop the spiral, you know? And so um, they've really helped me. There's things that, that are very, they're simple ones. The ones that I see a lot on like Facebook videos, TikTok videos, Instagrams, especially like for children. I think it's great. A lot of parents are doing these affirmations every morning with their kids now. Um, And you just can say, I am blank, like you said, Ashley. So you can pick something that you want to focus on and say, I am strong or I am brave or I am healthy. I know that I have, have dealt with a lot of health anxiety. And so that's something to remind myself that I am healthy. Um, to kind of take control back from that health anxiety when I start spiraling. But there's also other um, ways. And I wanted to give like a few examples from my life and then like, kind of like, they're kind of like templates, maybe like Mm -hmm. to make your own affirmations. I'm sure you can Google affirmations and find some that are already made for you, which is great, but you can also fill in the blanks for these Mm -hmm. templates to make them very specific um, I found that I, if I can pinpoint exactly what I'm anxious about, exactly what's going on in my life, and I can make my affirmations extremely specific, it helps a lot. Um, yeah, personalized is the best with affirmations, I think. Yeah, no, I, to- yeah, I totally agree. So there, there's a few, I guess I'll talk about like two or three. Um, so one is like mantras or sayings. Um, so I was going through a hard time around the time we moved from Texas to Maine, there was a lot going on, a lot going on with my health. And I was just very afraid. Um, I had lots of things that were unexplained. And so my therapist gave me this really good template to say, um, let me see, where is my, let's see. It is, okay, here's the template. I choose to let go of blank and I choose to open up to my or blank. I was about to give what I, I choose to open up to blank. Yeah, I've said it so many times, it like rolls off the tongue. Um, and so within the the context of what was going on, I was able to pinpoint, okay, like what do I need to let go of um in the situation, in this this new adventure, you know, moving across the country. And my thing was fear. I had a lot of fear about a lot of things. Um, and so that's what I would say. I choose to let go of fear. And then what, what did I want to open up to? I felt like being so afraid and anxious. It felt like so different from who I am. Mm. Um, and I wanted to feel like myself. And so that's what my word was. I choose to open up to myself. So my phrase was, I choose to let go of fear and I choose to open up to myself. And when I tell you, when she gave it to me, I was like, I don't know about this. Like, I don't know if this is really going to do anything. It was amazing. It was, you know, I repeated it a few times when it, when I first decided the words and then it would come up in the moments when I really needed it. Like in the car, I have a lot of car anxiety and we had to drive like 30 hours. It, it would just wow. come in my head. I choose to, so I would like just whisper it to myself. I choose to let go of fear. I choose to open up to myself. In moments where I was having really scary, like health episodes, I would just say, I choose to let go of fear and I choose to open up to myself. And it really worked. I used that same mantra for at least a month. And I used it over and over again. And it's not like something I was specifically doing. You can do it specifically where like you said, like write it down, put it on the mirror, put it on the microwave, whatever. Um, And specifically carve a timeout where, you know, right before you brush your teeth, you look at yourself and you say these things, but also it's something that can just come up in your mind 
in the midst of your day, in the midst of yeah. having a panic attack or having anxiety or having doubts. Um, so that's one that I really like, and especially being able to fill in the blanks to what's going on. And I probably will reuse that in the future when I have something else going on and maybe it's not fear I need to let go of. Maybe it's doubt, maybe it's something else. And I'll just fill, you know, take the, those words out and replace them with whatever words are um, relevant to the situation that I'm going through. So that's one. Another one is, um, let me look here at my little journal. So we have reframing. Um, mm. You can turn these into affirmations. So again, very specific. If you have something that you're really going through or dealing with. So for me, I was going through a lot of health stuff. So I already had health anxiety, actually. It was like this cruel joke, basically. Um, <laughs> I already had health anxiety. I was terrified. I thought I had every illness. Um, constantly Googling, uh, you know, illnesses or whatever. And then I did get sick with something. And so it's pretty um, terrifying for somebody who was already afraid of that. Um, right. Pretty terrifying for anyone, yeah. but like, especially because I was already like so afraid and like waiting for it to happen. So um, my therapist and I went through basically reframing exercises where mm -hmm. what is the thought, the anxious thought? And then how can we reframe it? So my, I was just thinking of like thoughts that come into my head. So in regards to the health stuff, I had like um, the doctor missed something, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was having this thought that like something was wrong. They couldn't catch it. Like, you know, I was actually dying. That's how I felt. Like I'm actually dying and the doctor just didn't catch it. Well, right. instead, when that thought pops up, I can say instead, like out loud, the doctors were thorough. Like mm -hmm. I can correct that thought because that's actually a lie. Like they didn't miss anything. Right. They actually were very thorough. Like when you think about all these things they did. And so that can be used, especially saying it out loud as mm -hmm. an affirmation, like, you know, I'm, I'm dying is a thought, right? Well, I'll change that to I'm healthy or mm -hmm. I'm whole. If you know, the word healthy is triggering yeah. to say I'm yeah. whole. I'm safe, you know, changing whatever it is that you are having the anxious thought about just switching the sentence, not, and it's not something to necessarily change the facts, mm -hmm. but it's actually a factual thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, you're yeah. not trying to trick yourself. You know, mm -hmm. you're trying, you're trying to get yourself to understand the, the truth because the truth of the matter is I, I am okay. Even though I have these issues, I'm not dying. Um, right. And so that helps a lot. And then also um, there's another exercise. I don't know what this one's called, but basically it's just because I am blank doesn't mean I am blank. Mm. I am blank. So the blanks make it kind of hard to, to understand. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example from mine. Just because I am anxious doesn't mean I am powerless. I am strong. And just to say that, to write it, writing affirmations. I know the big thing is to say it, but writing them down over and over when you think about them, mm -hmm. it's changed my life. I have, I have seen such a difference mm -hmm. in my life from starting all of these things by starting to reframe things, by saying things out loud in a situation, by saying things, um, you know, and, and, and then it comes naturally. It's almost like I've re naturally. I think I totally said that wrong, but um, <laughs> I'm talking too fast because I'm excited. Um, but it's rewiring my brain in a way yeah. because I'll find myself in a situation where I get nervous. Mm 
-hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, what comes out of my mouth, like Nate might say, are you okay? And Mm -hmm. my, what comes out of my mouth is, yeah, like I'm super strong. Like, like I'm super, you know, it's, it's not even like a thought that I'm trying to have. It's just what's rolling out, you know, off my tongue is, yeah, yeah, like I'm yeah. fine. Why wouldn't I be fine? I'm super strong. Like I'm super capable. Um, Cause it's like, my brain is now rewired. It used to go and it still does. It's not mm-hmm. like this cures everything, <laughs> but sure. my brain used to go to the worst case scenario, the worst type of words, basically weak, sick, dying, you know, panicked, whatever. But now my brain, it's like, I've rewired it to go to these positive things so are you okay yeah like why wouldn't I be like I'm I'm strong like I'm doing great I'm healthy like I'm you know like I'm so that's my experience and I think those are just a few there's a ton of templates I feel like you can give those ones have worked really well for me especially writing them down um and just saying them they just they'll come back to me right in the moment where I need it the most that's perfect. Yeah, I, I found the same thing too. And I was kind of looking down where you're talking because I was taking some notes, like everything you were saying was just so good. And I was like, I need to jot down something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they are so powerful. Um, and I, I have found that I've become a different person because of mm-hmm. new thoughts that I put in my brain. Um, and we talked about this in one of the previous episodes, but um, we take actions based on our beliefs and the actions we take determine how our life goes, but beliefs, they're just thoughts that we keep thinking over and over again. So mm-hmm. if you want to change your life, you need to change your thoughts. And then that changes your beliefs, which then changes your actions, which then changes the outcome of who you are. And so that's really what affirmations do is it, it changes things. And from our last episode around quantum physics, our consciousness, our intentions, and that's really what you're doing with affirmations is intending something, putting energy towards um, wanting a different outcome or encouraging a positive outcome. Um, Like our thoughts can change things physically for us in our bodies. Uh, If you even think about like with trauma when people experience trauma our bodies physically respond not just I mean it could have been emotional abuse and Mm -hmm. not physical abuse but our bodies still respond because of the thoughts that we then begin to think and we start to believe what you know the other people said replaying that to our mind shoulders get tense and autoimmune disorders can develop those kinds of things and so it is amazing how our thoughts, which are energy can change the other parts of energy in our body and in the world around us. Um, and, you know, humans, most of the time we're self-fulfilling prophecies. So mm-hmm. yes, there are some things that happen that are outside of our control, but even those things, you know, we do have in many cases, an opportunity to decide how we want to respond to that, how we want to narrate that to ourselves, you know, what we want to make it mean for our lives and um, affirmations are really a way that we can begin to kind of create the reality that that we want, the perspective that we want and then live through that. Um, The other thing that you were saying about how it rewires your brain, like it literally rewires your brain. (laughs) Um, From a science perspective with affirmations, 
it, we have like these different, um, we have like these different ruts in our brain. So if you think something or you practice a habit over and over, it kind of makes a rut in your brain. Sort of like um, if you had a heavy snow outside your house, um, if you kept walking over um, one path in the snow, no matter how much it snows, that's going to continue to be easier to walk on, even if the sides build up. Um, yeah. And so it's like that with our brains. When we start to create these ruts, these patterns of thinking, it's much easier to continue doing that pattern. It takes work to think a new positive thought based on an affirmation and create a new rut in the brain. But yeah. it's possible. That's why it feels hard in the beginning to believe the new mm -hmm. affirmation. But when you start creating a new rut, then all of a sudden it begins to become easier to think that new way, believe that new way, then act that new way, and then experience life the new way. Um, so it, there really is a lot of science behind affirmations, and that's that's why they work. And I think you know your therapist probably knows a lot of like the psychology portions mm -hmm. um, of it. But it's it's really um, kind of a cool thing. And the one tip that um, I found is when you're creating affirmations, um, Charlie, you have like a lot of really great templates, but if there's somebody who is like, I, I don't know if I'm at a point where I can believe that I am, you know, strong or lovable yeah. and they don't feel like that's true. It really is important to be able to come to a place where you believe and mm -hmm. you can feel in your body that affirmations and, um, the way we create those new ruts with the affirmations is by um, feeling it in our bodies and like imagining how it would feel if we did believe that to be true. Um, mm -hmm. And then also repetition, um, doing it over and over again. But if that's not working and it just feels like, I just, I feel so unlovable that I can't just jump to a belief that I am strong or, or whatever. Yeah, You can create like bridge affirmations that you can do before. So like I am becoming strong mm. um, or I am working on being strong. And oh, then once you can start to believe that you are becoming strong and that feels true and you're able to create that rut in your brain, then it's gonna be easier for you to create the, the new pathway of like, now I am strong. Um, yeah. So depending on what it is, you might need to have like an intermittent you know, belief in between. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I love this because um, anything that I've written down of who I am based on affirmations, I've become that thing, mm -hmm. um, whether it's successful in my nonprofit, whether it's having um, an amazing husband, whether it is, you know, just feeling healthier, eventually I've become those things once I believe them. And so, yeah, I, I love all the things that you're sharing, Charlie. That's huh, super powerful. Like, and yeah. you know, I, I want to say it's not that these are magical words right, and right. this is some kind of magic or whatever. It's like you say, Ashley, with intuition, it's the, the magic, if there is magic mm -hmm. is not in the uh, tools, it's right. in you. You yeah. are the magic. You are the, the, you are what's causing this. So it's not that saying these things or 
these specific words are going to actually change and that you are changing it. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that, I feel like that's important to remember too. And how cool is it that we can change the, these really big, I mean, it goes with the quantum physics. We can change. You were saying that you can change your energy for the day. Like if you're having a bad day um, mm-hmm. and you, you were just saying this, if you think more positive thoughts, if you, you know, you can change your day, but you can change your life. You can change huge chunks of time, not mm-hmm. just a moment. It can over time. And that's what I'm really learning is that my whole life is richer, you know, not mm-hmm. in a monetary sense, but in a, just, it's like the colors are brighter and yeah. I'm really like living my life, um, because of this. And I'm still working through a lot of stuff. It's not that, Oh, okay. Like I did some affirmations for a month and now everything's doing, you know, looking great. That's not the case. It just helps. Um, yeah. it's, it helps on the journey. It's like, if you, you know, you know, driving across the country or, or going across the country would be easier in like a train or a car versus on foot. And that's kind of what the affirmations are. They're like the train. Um, yeah. I don't know why I use train. I've never, I, like I don't think though. I've been on a train, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what, that's what it's like. Is it's just a tool to get you to the destination. Absolutely. No, I, I agree with that hundred percent. Um, yeah. Guys, if you do not have affirmations, like that is your homework for today. Yeah. <laughs> Make a little list and um, either put it in your shower or on your mirror or beside your bed or use it as a mantra throughout your day when things get rough. Like this is a super practical episode, I think, because yeah. anybody can create an affirmation. Um, mm-hmm. One more thing I would say that I've learned about affirmations is um, don't put negatives in your affirmation. Um, because the brain doesn't process negatives the same way it does as positive. So like, don't say something like, um, I am now debt free because your brain is going to pick up on debt. And if you say debt, debt, debt over and over again, it's going to reinforce debt. But if you say I am financially free, then, you know, that's what it's focused on the finance and the free, um, So try not to put the, um, like the negative sense of the word in there, Mm -hmm. because it's sort of like, if somebody says, don't think of a yellow submarine, you have to think of the yellow submarine before you not think of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like, also like when you're not supposed to laugh, like somewhere, you know, like at a funeral, I'm always like, why do I have the giggles? Like, I don't want to. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awesome. That's good. Well, um, I think we can move on to our serendipitous stories for the week. Yeah. Um, so a pretty cool one. This is actually Nate's story, but um, it's really good. So the other day he took one of our dogs outside to potty uh-huh. and um, potty. I feel like I sound like such a, a, a dog mom, or maybe just like a parent in general using the word potty. That's what <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> to use the restroom, my, my chihuahua <laughs> went outside to use the restroom. Anyway, <laughs> um, he came back in and he was like, oh my gosh, I just got a message. And I was like, mm. what, like what met, like on your phone? Like, what are you talking about? He was like, no. And he held out this blue feather and it was so pretty. It was like, I guess from a blue jay and it was, it was, it was really blue, but then it had some, like, I'm looking at it, like some black 
spots and some white spots, um, oh, but wow. mainly blue. And it was really pretty. And I was like, wow, I've never seen a blue jay feather like this, like found it. Um, because usually like my, like we talked about before, my grandma will send us feathers. Um, we'll find feathers and yeah, I've never found a blue one. That's beautiful. And, he, and I said, what do you think it is? He was like, well, my great aunt, um, well, his great aunt died a long time ago, like when he was a baby and she had cancer, it was really sad. And, um, he had really didn't know her too well. Uh Um, like he doesn't actually remember, have memories with her. He had, like, he might've met her when she was a baby, but he doesn't actually have memories, but he hears a lot, like a lot of his family, especially his grandma was his grandma's sister, um, talks about her a lot. Um, and she just was, you know, from the story, she's really, really kind, genuine, um, you know, person. And when she died, the one thing that Nate got that was hers was this little figurine of a blue jay. And he oh. loved it. <laughs> like when he was a tiny kid, like he loved it so much. He always had it with him. Um, and then one day he lost it. And it, he said it was so sad. He just always for years would look for it. Um, and he couldn't find it. And so that's what this feather reminded him of her. And, um, he actually went on eBay and found the exact little figurine, like the exact one he had. I don't know. It could be his, I'm not sure. But, um, when he showed it to me, I was like, that's so interesting because it's painted in a way where it's like, it's blue Jay, obviously, or bluebird. Right. I'm not sure the difference, but, um, and, but it has these hints of white and black in it, just like Ooh. the feather, which I feel like is interesting. Cause I've seen, you know, stuff of bluebirds and it, it's sometimes just blue, you know, but this mm-hmm. had this, like, it looked like this feather looked like it would have come from this bird if this bird was real. So anyway, he ordered the figurine and we're going to put it up here by the feather um when he gets it and that was just a really nice story and he said that he he walked down there and he saw the feather and his first response was like oh a feather but then he was like hold on like I want to be more open to this and then he Mm. looked at it again and he had the immediate thought of his great aunt and the blue jay and it was just really it made him feel really like warm and happy that is the sweetest story I love that so much Mm. and also that he was able to find the figure on eBay that is, that's the wonderful thing about the age of the internet is right. yeah, finding like, you can find anything on there. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I can't wait to see it when it comes in the mail. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to post a picture of it on our story on our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. You should totally do that. Oh, I love that story so much. Um, I wanted to share a quick story. I don't, I don't know if I told you about this, Charlie, but um, whenever I'm launching a course or program or something that I sell I have like a couple rituals that I do like I usually light an intention candle I um, usually pull some cards for myself that would be um, you know sort of themes for me to remember throughout the launch because I don't know if anybody listening is like a small business owner, but you're always like, oh, so you gotta get a buy, so you gotta get a money, you know, <laughs> um, and just have to like remind myself that it's gonna be okay, it's fine, fine, mm-hmm. um, but the other thing I like to do is I like to ask for a sign, and I like to ask for something that's gonna be like something that is not likely to be seen, um, just to kind of extra prove it to myself that, you know, my intuition's got my back and yes, I was supposed to launch at this time and all this stuff. So I asked for a dolphin and Will and I were going to the beach 
but it was like really cold and not like dolphin season at all. And so I didn't think that I was gonna get to see, you know, any dolphins in the water and the ocean or anything like that. That was not my plan, but I also didn't want it to be just like some sort of a, um, you know, billboard picture of a dolphin because those are dime a dozen near any beach. I was just yeah. like, I want it to be like a special dolphin. I realize it's not going to be in the water, but maybe we'll go to an aquarium or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we were thinking about going to an aquarium, but they were closed. Um, and there was just like, I wasn't really seeing anything. And um, we went to a restaurant and they were um, selling like mahi-mahi fish, which um, I think it's mahi-mahi. Um, but it's also called the dolphin fish. And Will was like, see, there's some, you know, fish and that's called the dolphin fish. And so that's probably, you know, you're asking for something real. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's probably it. All right, I'll take it. Um, well, then we went out to dinner the next night and, <clears throat> you know, I had taken that as, okay, that's going to be my sign. All right, fine. Um, and we were sitting at dinner and we overlooked over the water and like these three dolphins just started <gasps> jumping through the water. I swear it was not dolphin season at all. Will's like, look, there's your signs. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> three? So, yeah, three. That's amazing. So cool. yeah. I love when that happens, when it's like you ask for a sign uh-huh. and it's like, it's like so, um, like we're not just gonna give you what you right. ask for. We're gonna give you a triple. Like you know what I mean? Yes, like that. Exactly. So good. I love that story. Oh my gosh. And if we hadn't sat it. at that exact table, we wouldn't have been able to see the water. And if Will hadn't looked up um, from you know where we were looking down our food, we wouldn't have seen it. And yeah. you know if we'd come like thirty minutes later, it would have been too dark. And so just I don't know. That just kind Perfect of perfect like, timing. <laughs> intuition has my back and sure enough the launch yeah. oh I love that that is so oh. great oh my gosh I love that and I love dolphins too I feel like yeah. they're very just like a free um mm-hmm. animal and they're so like you know they're really intelligent like I'm yes, pretty sure they're they definitely smarter than humans so um yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in a lot of ways they are yeah 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 <laughs> But if anybody else has stories, like we love to feature other people's stories on the podcast. So please send them in any kind of serendipitous story, any kind of everyday magic, woo woo story. We want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Send us either a voice message or you can write it out. You can send it to our email at pod.serendipity at gmail.com or just DM us on Instagram. That's also a great way. It's just serendipity.pod. Um, yeah, would would really, really love to hear your stories because it's, this is just fun. Like we want this to be a community experience. We want, we want to share the good vibes and you just, you'd make our day if you send us a a woo-woo story. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And also, we also would love if you left us a review and uh, rating on Apple Podcasts. Um, And if you do, before you submit it, if you screenshot it and send it um to us I don't even know is that right to say screenshot I'm, all, I'm always yeah, saying it but I'm so. like 
take a screenshot, screenshot it, whatever. This is yeah. not a um, English, you know, teaching podcast. So we do not. Yeah, I really don't. But because um, I know that I'm always making um, grammatical errors. So you don't have to, to tell me I'm aware. Um, but you, if you take a screenshot and email it to us or DM us, um, we will send you a free gift just because just to thank you for leaving us a review. Um, because we really, really would appreciate it. So um, you can email it to us or DM us on our Instagram and we would just really appreciate it. See you next week. Love you all. Bye.